Oh no, the Canadians are coming. Chris, John and Irish Ashley combine to make the ultimate team better than any wet dream. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. John's the CEO and Boomer. Ashley's the real leader. Chris brings the vibes and juices as our enjoyment increases. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. Okay, we're live. It's exactly. We're not live. That's like the whole point of what we're doing. It is live. (laughs) We are live because we are live doing the show. It's exactly Mm -hmm. the same as the old show. The only difference is there's just no chat. Those same people are watching. You know what I'm saying? People Mm -hmm. are being hurtful to me. You know what I mean? They're being unnecessarily supportive of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. The chat's not here to back you up, Manning. It's now unfiltered. <laughs> um, but you know what I'm saying? It's exactly the I same. I do know what you're saying. That's it's I exactly told... the same. We're not really changing anything at all about the show itself. That's correct. Just I'm stoned. Ashley. Ashley's in a well, well-decorated room. Let's talk about apartments. Let's see if we can do a full show talking only about places we've lived. So this is your how many apartments in the stream? In the stream, um, I started out in Edinburgh. So that was Oh my god, one. you started out in Edinburgh? Yeah, I started out in Edinburgh living with uh Oh my god, living with what's your potato chops? Yeah. Um Oh my god. <laughs> that was when the show started and I haven't seen her since. Is that um, true? Yeah. You didn't you didn't run into her in Edinburgh? No. What? Nope. Run into her mother. I mean, yeah, that woman's quite a presence. Still the only person in comedy to physically attack me. She commented on my weight, and that was the entire conversation. Um, I'm not going to give away the name of who this person is, but I want to let everyone know that is such a good interaction with them. Also, I saw that same woman once so drunk, the slowest fall down I've ever seen anyone do (laughs) in my life. Um, It is a truly exceptional thing when a person who's above the age of 50 gets so drunk they fall down because they're aware of how dangerous it could be. So I think that they just... It was like it was like watching it was like watching the strong man do a pratfall. It was gorgeous. Yeah, that sounds pretty funny. Uh twas. Twas. <laughs> um, um so that was that was apartment number one. That's where I started. Um, that's where we met, Matt. That's where we met. In the lounge um, room. Yeah, in that lounge room. Um and then Apartment number two, I moved through to Glasgow. That was the uh, terrible, terrible phase of of the... Oh, my God, when you were a teacher. Yeah, when I was a teacher and I lived with another teacher who was quite simply the worst person I've ever met. Um, there is It is insane, the lack of screening process you, we put ourselves through for roommates. Do you know what I mean? Like you, I, I, I've lived with people for years that I didn't even meet before they moved in. I also, some That's people I lived with, the vetting process was they're also a comedian. Do you know how insane that is? <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of a bad idea as well. Like, that <laughs> yeah. shouldn't be the person they're, you choose to live with. They're part of an organization that a lot of people really needed to see a lot of evidence before they really thought Bill Cosby <laughs> was a bad guy. I better live with this person. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's in, right. incredible. Um, 
Oh my god, yeah. Okay, so you moved through Glasgow. What was what was the worst part of them as a roommate? What's the I'm trying to think who's the worst roommate I've ever the had. Outright abuse. Yeah. I think mine was this guy. <laughs> it was either this guy Jai Harris, who was a Vancouver comedian who I had to bail out of jail because he tripped his girlfriend. I think that there's that guy was probably the worst flatmate. I've brought him up before and I enjoyed just saying his full name. Jai Harris. That's J-Y-H-A-R-R-I-S. I believe he now delivers flowers in Vancouver as a job. <laughs> um, her name was Kirsty Mulherin. Uh... Oh, my God. What an excellent last name, by the way. Mulherin? That sounds like the name of the protagonist in a quality... That's the first time I've full named her, but anyway. A quality British mystery show? Jacob Mulherin, the Mulherin Mysteries. You know what I mean? It takes place on a moor. Everything has to do with a body being found on a different moor. And he's Chief Inspector Chief Inspector Mulhern. We have to get you to the moor. Do you know if you don't tell me you've never watched like a Touch of Frost before? I haven't. <laughs> oh, Ashley, you were missing out on some of the greatest crap television. Brand. Have you never watched ba- oh what the fuck's it? Prime Suspect? Helen Mirren? No. Oh, <laughs> Ashley, you would love you love. Do you like true crime and just a woman trying to have it all? That that really does sound like something that's right up my street. To oh, be fair. <laughs> it is so in your catchment area. Especially the first the first season is also the crime is just so unnecessarily brutal, and the department will not respect her because she's a woman and she smokes cigarettes. That's the whole reason. It's a big part of it, yeah. Oh, that's fucking... I cannot believe it's never... Is it Prime Suspect? What's it fucking called? Oh, it's so exceptional. Yeah, just literally... It's Helen Mirren in the... I will look that up. I will look that up. So it starts Helen Mirren in the phase before... Like, you know where Helen Mirren went to this really weird... It is. It's Prime Suspect. Prime Suspect. Okay, you know that weird phase where, like, Helen Mirren was, like, 60? um, And everyone was just like, guys, she's 60, but some of us might still fuck her. It was a very weird moment in culture. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think she's now... How old is she? (laughs) She is now... 77. And I think that's still the case. (laughs) Oh yeah, Helen Mirren can get it. (laughs) I'm going to say this. I'm going to say all old lady British celebrities, there's something about them. I wouldn't say no. There is, isn't there? And I'm talking like Miriam Margolis. If she gave me the dirty up and down, like I have a, I have a significant oh. other, so I'm spoken for. But I'd be like tempted, Miriam. Yeah, I am tempted. I mean, I read her autobiography uh, last year, and it is, it's one of the best things I've ever read. You are it not. Was- not so the first good. person to mention this, by the way. Wow. Diamond it's Geyser has also read excellent. that book and made mention to me that there was a lot of discussion about how often her mom was naked around staff yeah. members. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> There's so much in it that's so so excellent. Um, I I I don't. There's so many descriptions of her just randomly wanking people off. And it's just what? Yeah, she wanks a guy off to get a lift on a. Fr- she like just misses a ferry when she's coming back from a holiday from Greece, and so she runs over to this little man in a fishing boat, and she gets a lift across with him, and on the way, like, wanks him off so that it's like as payment. <laughs> what have you ever paid someone by wanking them off? No. Yeah. 
<laughs> any have you ever exchanged sexual favors for any sort of goods or services? She's thinking about it. We're getting the story. No, um, I don't know. I don't think I have. Congratulations. I don't think I have. I if have. I have, <laughs> if I have, it's been like a, a bit of a joke. Oh, interesting. As in, yeah. we're going to fuck anyway, but we're going to jokingly flirt and say that this is the reason. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. that's And that doesn't count. Um, so you have exchanged sexual favors. No, I never have. I wish. Never once. I, I wouldn't be against it. Um, <laughs> Depending on it the would, situation. What if it it was depends like a, on the situation. What if it was like a real, like a, hey, listen, I'll give you this onion sandwich, but first, but you have to let me eat your asshole dry. It's a dry ass eat and like a I really bad offer. I onion sandwich either. Yeah, exactly. So... What if it was just only terrible offers? Hey, what if? Um, no, I'm just I'll not going to do it then. I'll let all the air out of your bike tires. Um but to get me to do that, the first thing you have to do is show me your feet a bunch. What if it's also weird offers like that? I mean, it's weird, but it's also like not invasive or that terrible. So I mean, that is true. For the sake of the story, I'd nearly do that one. <laughs> I know a bunch of people that sold underwear online through the pandemic. I tried so hard. Oh really? No, I know some. I know a few people that did it. It's so and... competitive now. You have to have an account. You have to build up your following. It's basically Twitch. Is that true? Oh no, I someone that like just it's straight so up hard. straight up like early 2020, like used the money. Oh, I was about to reveal uh, never mind. <laughs> mm, I wanna know what that is. <laughs> um yeah, I I um yeah, I have tried to sell pictures of my feet, sell my underwear. Uh yeah, I would do. There's, there's is this how you do. Is this how you tell us that you just don't have hot feet? Like I know that I can. I actually, I, do I not have hot feet. Fully I believe that I have really nice feet. <laughs> I'm gonna have to tell you then that that to me is a sign that you don't. That's this doesn't mean to be an insult that you don't have nice feet because any you know what I mean. I feel like someone who has nice feet would be like, no, you don't want to see them. But like someone like you're like, it's a solid seven out of ten foot wise would be like, oh, you want to see these fucking dogs? You know what I mean? I think I do. <laughs> it's the it's like the big penis principle. You know what I'm saying? Like the sure. easiest the easiest way to find a shower, not a grower, is the guy that whips it out. You're like, oh, that's your yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I didn't whip them out. I just said I do think they're quite nice. I know, but this the, but that's the equivalent. The of, principle. Okay. Exactly. Yes. Because you if you take your feet out, that's insane. You just have to say to someone, "I have nice feet." You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be insane. Have you, whenever you were online dating, had someone request a, to a Tootsie's shot? No, but I also haven't done that much online dating. Actually, that's so crazy. I feel like you would really get into it. It's, I, 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 just, I have hated it every single time I've done it. What I've do you really, hate about it? It just makes me sad. It makes me so sad. I... The chat is terrible. Yeah, you just have chat. to wade through so much shit to get to any little tiny bit of decent chat. And even then, it's not even that decent. Um, and also, it's just fucking men on the internet. What Name one thing that's gone wrong because of men on the internet. Name one thing. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> I can't hear it. I'm, I'm, this I'm, show. <laughs> How dare you? A woman's involved. <laughs> a woman's involved, but the show has gone wrong because of men on the internet. 
disagree entirely. I think that you spurned on all of the harrowing topics we covered are because of you and your insane medical history, madam. Madam. Not entirely inaccurate. Um, are you back in LA? Of course. Yeah. Thank goodness. Um, I am back in Los Angeles. I am so happy to be here. Tour was mm -hmm. success. I think I um, thank good God for that. Um, was fun as fuck. So dreading doing it. Oh my God, I didn't want to go at all. I thought it was going to yeah. stink. Also, because post-COVID, do you know when people buy tickets? Uh-huh. Day of. And I got to tell day you, of, when you, yeah. when you were doing an independent shoestring budget comedy tour, do you know what literally makes you feel like you're going to shit? fear every oh my god so much i want an insanely delayed train like a comedically delayed train Edinburgh to leicester arrived in the station 10 minutes before i'm supposed to go on stage Oof. like an, made it though sure made it. forgot to set up a callback and then realized that when i got to the callback which not uh not ideal you know what no, i'm saying that's not great when that happens but uh yeah shows ready for australia now or at least I think I have Great. enough, a batch of material for that. Keeping it very loose. Mm -hmm. um, did not really talk, do the show from Edinburgh because, and actually we can't stress this enough, it was crippling me with sadness. Yeah, that's entirely fair. Um, how was? And uh, shout out to Baldy by the way, who came to both shows, and he brought brought lads to the second one who heckled Ooh. and they were very Scottish heckling, which is, they just want to talk about how the joke was so funny. They have an anecdote that goes along with it, which is my favorite <laughs> type of Scottish heckle. So, so on the surface, helpful. So actually rude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, so yes, we were going to attempt to keep on the topic of apartments. We're going to loop back. We got to loop back, loop you back. see. <laughs> um, okay. And those shows who played in Edinburgh, where you used to live, now you live in Glasgow. The first person you lived there was with Christine Mulhernskin, mm -hmm. who turned out to be a foreskin. Um, and then <laughs> <clears throat> I'm also, I think the foreskin, much like day boy, wet wipe, these need to be used as insults so much more often. Yeah, I kind of, I i don't know that I've actually ever heard somebody use the word foreskin in the way you just did oh, as an insult, but I i do think it should be used more. That's, it's its its very insulting. <laughs> I, uh, I also really like calling people virgins. I know it's so, <laughs> so 14-year-old so humor. It's so funny every time, just... <laughs> Also, just someone who's just not a virgin is very just pointing at an old lady and calling her a virgin. I don't know why. She well, could be though. That's the thing. Only in Ireland, only in County Fucking Cork, is that a concern? You Catholic psychos. Just that there's still someone in their fifties that hasn't been dipped. You know what I mean? I, That's cool. I okay. So. Did Adam, I tell you? You I live told... in Scotland, the horniest country in the entire world. You can't like there is no one in Scotland that is a virgin. No one. No, but I did children, meet a seventy-year-old woman who had only ever had sex with one person. Still, one person is still. She is that. She is still been pierced. <laughs> Don't ever say that again. No, uh... no, no. <laughs> I 
kind of hate you for saying that. Oh, don't. I hate me too, but am I wrong? You're not wrong, but it, you're not right. Yes, I am. I'm right. <laughs> no, you're not. You're absolutely not. In a world where John Hastings is right, there is no hope. Um, <laughs> oh, that 70 year old got. No, don't say it. Don't. Absolutely not. I'm not letting you say it. I took I took you off and you're not allowed to say it. And I can see that you're just like waiting to say it as soon as I let you back on. <laughs> <Popped>. No. <laughs> she got popped. Where, where was the 70-year-old woman that you met that had only been... I met her on a bus from Glasgow to Edinburgh, and she is... Shut, hang the fuck on. How the fuck did you get to the topic of deep dicking on a so, one-bus journey? We this ended is up absolute sitting, shit. We ended up, no, this, honestly, this bus journey is what I'm writing a show about. Okay. And we had to queue up for a bit to get on the bus. We were in the queue next to each other. And then we ended up sitting next to each other on the bus. We just started talking and we went on a journey together. Over the course of the two hours, we just told each other so much about our own our lives. And she started telling me all of the stuff about her sex life. And then I told her how, about how, my sex how, life. How, 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 This is something I noticed being <laughs> back in Britain. Is everyone there has interesting stories and no one knows how to tell them. I met this old woman and we talked about our sex life. How'd you start talking about that? Well, the chairs, they're actually a mix of plastic and fabric, which makes it both comfortable and not hygienic. Um, how did you end up talking about I getting don't even, pierced I with this lady? I honestly don't even know because... We just, we started talking about family and where we were from and um, stuff like that. And then I, I don't, I don't even know how we fully, what, what segue we kind of took into the conversation, but. Were you guys like passing a train tunnel and she pointed and she was like, that's only happened to me with one of those. <laughs> no, <laughs> but she, she kind of just out of nowhere, it was a little bit out of nowhere that she brought in the topic and she said, it is my greatest shame that I was a virgin when I got married. I think that she was trying to seduce you. That's what I think was happening. She was trying to like... I um, don't think that's what was happening. You know the movie The Reader? She was doing that, but instead of Nazism, it was Scottish independence. That's what I think was happening. Um, it was It was really, really uh, so... It, it was such a good conversation and it is I'm fully writing a show around that conversation about you and a 70 year old woman dating yeah. and then it's reviewed like that would be fucking I think I would watch that like it's a Harold and Maud, Harold and Maud for the people that um, don't prescribe to gender I gotta tell you that's a billion dollar idea I guarantee you've never seen the movie Harold and Maud. <laughs> no I have not I mean, it's really a specific, it's a movie from a specific time in Hollywood where they can make almost anything. And it's about like a guy in his 20s and a woman in her 60s or 70s falling in love. And I now I, want to see this movie. <laughs> I've only seen it once. I remember it being good. I remember nothing about it except for the fact that the Bond Company stooge from Steve Zissou is in it and is great. And of course... I assume you haven't seen Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, so you don't remember one of the classic lines, um, which is uh, him rescuing the Bond Company stooge, who then gets shot. Um, so when you moved from your first Glasgow apartment to your second Glasgow apartment, 
quite a fucking segue. Now, here's a question. I never did that because I left the first Glasgow apartment and had to go back to Ireland for four months. Oh, that's right. Living with your parents. And then moved back to Glasgow. Thank God the UK loves a furnished apartment. It makes life so much fucking easier. Explaining this to people is so funny where they're like, I just wouldn't use the person's mattress. And I was like, okay, well, then people would think you're crazy. And they're like, what? Yeah. I was like, yeah. Like, they would just be like, all right, well, then don't live here. You're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. But it makes sense. Um, yeah, no, I went back to Ireland. And then I spent a little bit of time living in that terrible student accommodation in Waterford. Oh, my God. I totally forgot that that even happened. <laughs> I know. And then I moved back to Glasgow and moved but that was Waterford, to that was this city. That was this time last year, right? Yeah, coming yeah, up, mm, sort of. Uh, it was aware. It was June and July last year. Oh, then yeah, no, not this time last year. Well, who knows then? <laughs> yeah, um, but I was getting ready to leave Glasgow this time last year. Ooh. Ish. I didn't leave. I left at the beginning of April, went back to Ireland, and then I came back for two weeks to fully clear out my room. Um, How do you find it living with your parents nowadays? I've got to tell you, it's now that it's everything's out in the open, relationship-wise with, with both of those characters, I find it very relaxing and easy because it's just like, with my dad, I'm just aware that he's going to move my stuff and then I can just accuse him of trying to make me feel like I have Alzheimer's and then we're fine. But that man loves a moving around of your stuff. Okay. <laughs> Put your actually. Let's say you're trying to leave, and you just put your keys on the counter. This one's happened. Bear in mind, I did not live in the house. No. And he kept putting the keys away to the point that I threatened to murder him. I said, "If you, I don't live here, so why would my keys go on the key hook?" And he's like, "Keys don't go on the counter." And I said, "I will put my keys wherever I want. I will put them in your head. Do not move my keys, <laughs> you psychopath." And then he said it's, it clutters it clutters the kitchen counter and I and I was just like it does not and then it and then I just was like that you're gonna have to sacrifice this the kit and it was because it was for a second it was the, like it was literally oh very um I will say you're both psychos in that no only yes. he is mm, you're actually both kind of wrong. I want you have to <laughs> live through it okay so literally this is what you're doing you're taking you're just taking your keys out of your pocket for one second you're like okay i got these perfect and then you put and as you go to put them back in they're now gone in okay one second. that yeah that's not right i it, if if that's where you were like leaving them all the time no so. no 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 okay, no no that's no fine. no no yeah, yeah okay for your dad's wrong your dad's wrong <laughs> a literal second <laughs> okay no that's yeah that's that's crazy <laughs> yes no absolutely fucking maddening <laughs> yeah um i don't i don't enjoy living with my parents that much um i think visiting and living is such a different thing i oh my uh, god you know i really it was a long four months now i do think that is slightly exacerbated by the fact that it was Ooh. not only living with my parents but living in west cork again yeah and also it was like you're shutting down your entire your childhood home like it's not like it was like yeah. a, a calm time like it was literally like welcome to hell starring yeah. you and i don't i just don't have a life there anymore i've left i've left for too long and i don't have people that i i've like one person i see when i go back there 
um and I don't have nights out I don't have a social life I don't really have anything there so it's just yeah shite I disagree <laughs> I love not having a social life anymore I love it I love it so much I love oh I didn't Oh, weren't you at Scooby Pete's with Bill threw up in Jenny's ass? I was not. I was watching the television show Yellowstone, I, and I love like, it. I like being social. Oh, yeah, but we're just very different people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We both had great Edinburgh fringes, and we socialized exactly the way we wanted to. You I sort at- of, I had a good Edinburgh fringe. I think I put too much pressure on myself to enjoy it, and therefore kept going too much and made myself quite stressed in the end. You were an absolute lad of the festival, I gotta tell you. You're, just, you're in that monkey barrel bar, which really I was stri- there too much. <laughs> that bar is like the Mose Eisley canteen in Star Wars. It's yeah. the, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Great. It's exactly, I actually do this time. I know. I know you did. Because no one would admit that because it's just too confusing. Like if you like, were lying, it'd be like, well, you're about to be found out. You're about to be discovered. <laughs> um, it's the best. It's, it's. I really like the vibe of it. And I love, I have to tell you, there's nothing. I'm, I'm now addicted to the feeling of people who are like about to like, they're about to have like a crazy great night and go nuts. And I'm now addicted to walking up and being like, you guys have a great night. John, stay. I'm not going to, but I, I think you guys have a great night. I'm addicted to that feeling. And it's sure. the best. It's I'm addi- it's intoxicating. <laughs> yeah, I, I stayed in that bar. My biggest, I think my biggest issue with this Fringe was that I, I only did one show. And that show was at 12 o'clock in the day. So I was up so early, but wanted to be out quite late and then also had to hang around all day because I was commuting from Glasgow. Oh, yeah. And also, so, like, it was very much a festival. Like, people were partying, but mm-hmm. it was not a, like, people weren't starting early. Like, all of the partiers no. were the late night. Like, it wasn't, like, there have been years where, like, especially when a lot of people, like, there should have waves, but in the real, like, t-shirt observation eras of, like, 2012, 2013, 2014, when, like, the Pleasance was so the place you had to be, so many people had, like, afternoon shows and were just fucked by 8 p.m. Holy fucking yeah. hell. Uh, yeah, so I think this year I'm going to try and get later shows to tech. Um, if, if I'm going to take them at all, I may not, uh, but... I probably will end up doing at least one show. Um, okay. I'm definitely going to. Uh, I'm going to try and host Fast Fringe again. I um, yeah, I think I am. I'm excited for this Edinburgh. I think it might be my last one for a bit. I think I might need to take a year off because I getting think you to, probably do getting to the place of getting this hour done. It was has just been so hard, and I'm just mm-hmm. like I just need to not do this for a bit. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and you'll then, be taking a year off the year that Chris will be there. And that sounds <laughs> we'll about just, right. We'll just never have a live show. <laughs> never. And I refuse. I will imagine how how chaotic would that be? Um, that would involve meetings. I don't want to. We can't have. We can't have me. Ashley. We can't have meetings. Um, God, I wish this setup would work. It was. It's really oh, annoying that it doesn't. Very work. frustrating that it didn't work. I mean, oh, but true. we. We still get the the terrible uh, microphone arm noises. That's good. <laughs> it's so bad. Please stop. Please. Of course. Um, <laughs> what was the highlight of living with your parents? Getting to spend time with your dogs or dogs? 
It's always yeah. it's dogs. It's do you ever find? Dogs. Are your parents the kind of type? Um, did you ever? Do you ever hear them go into the bathroom, or do you guys keep distances? Like you're like you're on ground floor, going upstairs to use the bathroom. Mm, no, I I I know when they're going to the bathroom. They're open door pissers. Well, not open know. door pissers. What a close family you have. My dad is an open door pisser. What? With yeah. his fan? That's even crazy. With friends? No, like the door more... is closed, but it's not. Clo- it's it's like a jar. Absolutely not. That's even. I find that to be even worse. <laughs> Make a decision, you fucking bastard. My dad also every no, he doesn't do it now because he's in an apartment now. But every single night. Uh, before going to bed, he would go outside with the dogs and take a piss outside. <laughs> what a absolute! There is something about Ireland that really that Ireland and Italy. I don't know what it is, but it's something about once you're above the age of fifty, it just makes it. Well, he's got to go. His prostate's mm-hmm. the size of a melon somehow. <laughs> I think I th- I don't know why he did that, and I did not know he did that until I was until I had left home. I had left home and I came back and I was like, where's dad gone? And she's like, oh, he's gone out to take a take a piss. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I was just like, oh, you know how he goes out with the dogs and, and takes a piss outside every night. And I was like, sorry, how long has he been doing this? And uh, apparently my entire life. There's a certain is, acceptance is the to relationships after the sort of like 30 years together. That stuff. Where's your father? Oh, he's pissing on property that we own. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, why? It's nighttime. Is why he's doing mm. it. Um, yeah. How's your bro? Well, and didn't you go to Spain and get mugged in this time frame as well? I did. I went to Spain in October 2021 and got, and got mugged. Uh, got well, got po- pickpocketed. Um, friends of my brother potato. did get mugged. Oh, like, properly beaten up. Um, it was brutal. Um, yeah. So, I, can I just say something? Three hundred oh, euro. Fuck. Can I just yeah. say something? And I'm sorry, this is a bit discriminatory, but whenever I hear, let's say the phrase, Irish lads mugged Spain, my first thought is, well, they were drunk somewhere where they were told not to be. I've got to be honest. And the same thing, no. say, I, I understand that no. Same thing if I heard UK tourists beaten up in Megaloof. I'm like, well, where were... Oh, no, that that I get. <laughs> who did they think was a prostitute that was not a prostitute? That's what I'm yeah, yeah, that makes that makes sense. Um, no, his, his pals, uh, it was a, a guy and a two girls? No, two guys and a girl. And um, they just got uh, beaten up and attacked by a whole, like, 50... 14 to 16 year old kids whoa like so many of them that they just couldn't even they got swarmed and, and they just yeah they basically got swarmed by teenagers so i looked my weird i have a weird fantasy is that that happens to me but i have a baseball bat and i can just hit them all in the <laughs> face <laughs> how many do you think you could take 14 to 16 year old boys with a with baseball, a base, you've with got a baseball, a baseball bat, bat. How many could you take? <laughs> and they're all coming at you at once. It's not like 30, 100%. Them 30, out. 30, no problem. <laughs> you think you could take about 30 teenage boys? I would fucking swing for the face with, with a baseball bat in the <laughs> face. Because here's the thing is the first thing you have to do is just do that to three of them and then make it clear 
that's what's for dinner. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah, there you will probably get some hesitance. Then. I would also then go to jail because the other thing is the only way yeah. to survive that is you're murdering thirty adolescents. Yeah, yeah, you you really have to take them out, don't you? Because they won't stop coming once they start. I know it'd also be my friend, and then you got to fucking get that guy in the jail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also, there's something <laughs> about a baseball bat. Just, uh, there's just. Oof. Yeah. I once saw an ump wearing a face mask, a kid get hit him in the face with a baseball bat, and there is just such a specific noise to just like oh, oh yeah, I'm a color oh, park. No. I don't I don't I would love to punch someone in the face, but I don't think I would like to hit anyone with a bat. The wildest hitting noise I ever heard was I saw a horse kick a kid when I was like nine. No. It was at the park day at McKellar Park when I was a kid. And it, this has since been discussed at length in the neighborhood. It's so amazing, which was they, they had like horse rides and they thought it was just a legitimate horse company. It then came to pass. It was just like a guy who took two horses from like someone he knows his farm. And it was like super dangerous and fucked up. Oh no. And a kid got kicked. Of course, this kid, I think his name was like Christophe or Francois. Okay. I remember he was a twin, and I remember the his sister was all right, but he was a fucking weirdo. And then uh, when he got kicked, I remember just like everyone sort of like kept being like, you know, he like got kicked by a horse. And I remember being like, he was weird before that. Let's like okay. sympathy be sympathy, but I don't think they're connected. Yeah. Yeah. That's now weird. works for the Canadian government. <laughs> um. I knew a girl, I did horse riding as a kid, and I knew a girl. Oh, my God. How posh are you? Well, this is the thing. In Britain, that's a a big, like, posh flag. Yes. But in Ireland, it's not at all. This is, I, I've, I've heard Irish people lie about this before. No. Horses aren't horses, cheaper no. when you cross a body of water, you psychopath. No, it's not that they're cheaper. They're just, they're made more accessible. What does that mean? So they're cheaper. They're cheaper, yeah. You, but but you don't you don't own the horse. You just go to lessons, and they're quite cheap. But because you're in the Irish countryside, there's a lot of people with horses, and horses are still something that's kind of associated with like traveling what? communities. Okay. And but stuff. again, why are there so many fucking horses just in? Because it's, because it's, it's... Be- I I don't entirely know. <laughs> this is the thing with, I, but again, okay, I'm glad you're. But they're not. Usually... They're not given that elite kind of status that they seem to have in the UK. Because I've I've come across this quite a lot where I say that I did horse it's riding. It's not just. Kid, hang on. Hang and on. People hang are on, like, hang on, hang on. What? It's not just the UK. It is the rest of the world. Nowhere is there just a surplus of horses. <laughs> I'm in Canada. If I someone just, goes, I'm in horseback Ireland, it's riding. just not. It's just not an elite thing. Well, that's weird. There's just a lot of people who keep horses and, but they're not, it's just, it's somebody's fucking horse shed. It's not like a big posh stables that you get on land up here. Okay. How many people are smoking cigarettes while they were teaching you how to ride a horse? I feel like this is, there's a guy in a tracksuit. You know what I mean? Like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly the vibe. I'm liking this a lot. Much like when Irish (laughs) people ski, there was a real element of like, I stole this horse to this story already. Like the idea that it's a shed, <laughs> that it's not like, I don't feel like there's proper conditions for the horses. You know what I mean? It's a bit loose. 
there is probably well yeah i don't know there they're we not go in those, yeah. they're not in those elite posh stables anyway oh my um, god sound more fucking anyways, working class I, a kid not over there with those people with i'm not wooden wooden barns no i know but it's just my favorite thing of just when it comes to like pissing on posh people sure. like it always everyone always phrases it and it's like it's still a fucking stable like it's i know still a stable <laughs> like i no, know well just, i mean there is a difference between stables and these corrugated sheet metal shed things that I yeah they they should be kept in a stable and not in harsh horrible Irish countryside (laughs) shed conditions well a guy named Randy doesn't even probably properly distribute the hay there's no donkey friend there's there was donkeys we had there was donkeys everywhere I love donkeys for those you don't know donkeys are our souls though donkeys can be real cunts (laughs) but you know why they have to keep donkeys right it's to keep the horses calm because they have a friend you know about this? The donkey. The reason why they keep I'm donkeys around into horses. Something here. You're not. This is a hundred percent true. <laughs> no, donkeys need a friend. And no, it's also for the horses. It keeps the horses calm. You have a donkey because the donkeys. They're like, that's my guy. I don't think. so. Look it up. Look it up. You son of a I bitch. I will. I will do some research on that. Um... Do it right now. <laughs> Look it up. Are the don are donkeys horses? You can't. This is a podcast. What are you gonna do? What are we gonna do? I was gonna ask my friend from home who I used to do horse riding with. (laughs) Can we get her on the phone? Is it her name really Irish? Orla? Is it Orla? Is it Grania? Her name is um, Katie. Ah, Uh, I was hoping for a nice Orla. Uh. I'm not getting anything that corroborates this. Well, I was told by a drunk comedian that donkeys are friends with horses. And I think it's also In, in fact, I'm getting a load of advice that they shouldn't be kept together. Interesting. Because they have From different who? they have different like dietary needs and stuff. Oh, shut up, guys. You can feed them different things. These people don't haven't been around nice yeah, stables. But a lot of the time cuz horses and donkeys graze, so you have to leave their food out for them. Not the kind of not in Canada. They're not, not dogs works anymore. No, no, they're dogs now in Canada. <laughs> um, I used to do horse riding. Ooh, what was your horse's name? The first horse I rode was Oshin. Oh my God! What is Oshin's? Uh, is that uh, what is that Irish for? It's not really Irish for anything. It's it's just a name in itself. Um, but it was the name from the. Uh, the story, it's like an, a, a really ancient and one of the more famous um, mythological stories in Ireland is, is Oshin in Tyrann and Oak, which is the land of the youth, the land of eternal youth, basically. Um, Turns out to be a basement bar in Dublin. Yeah! Uh, that was the first horse I ever rode. And then there was a horse in, the, in this school called Pedro, and he was the really, really hired horse to ride. Like, what are you he, talking about? Your school had a horse. No, in the riding school, it wasn't oh. my school. That I, I thought, went to. I thought, sorry, the, the way it was phrased, it sounded like your school. You're like, oh, no. we'll do math. Walk by Pedro's stable. Pedro, <laughs> one plus one is. No, he was. He was like one of the really. He never got fully kind of broken in, and and he was really. He could buck and and kick you off and all this sort of thing and uh he didn't 
let just anyone ride him like he would just be really difficult for people to to get used to and i managed to get really good at riding him so imagine what we can do with that innuendo wise i haven't ridden a horse in a very long time though (laughs) that's what she said get it because you're a woman um you did say that what would you ride a horse again i could i would absolutely love to to be quite honest it was one of the things that i thought i'd lost with my illness i really kind of said oh i'll never do that again because my hands became so weak that i felt i could never hold reins properly but i think i could do it now i think i could and uh the friend that i used to go horse riding with she and i have agreed that one of the next times i get the opportunity to be back in ireland for long enough to arrange it we're going to do it. We're going to go horse riding again. That's fantastic. We can yeah. go horse riding along a weird beach. Here's another thing that I like about Ireland. There was a guy All of I used to go to that we oh, went yeah, on a beach. Guy, yeah. yeah. It was, riding horses on a beach is fucking fun. It's really have, cool. Have you ever banged near a horse? No. Really interesting. I, I picture I've some only ever sort been of... in, near horses under the age of 12. Damn it. I was picturing like a like 20 year old, oh, instructor, teach me how to. No, no, I was, I was a kid. I was a child when I did horse riding. This isn't fun, any. This isn't funny anymore. Um, you should do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, that's one of, that's been one of my kind of bucket list things for the past few years that I definitely need to do again. To host an orgy that you have to take a, you have to ride on horseback to get to, because that's something I could really see you do. Yeah, weirdly, I can see that too. <laughs> no, whatever happened to Ashley Manning? Oh, she hosts, she hosts horseback riding orgies. Wow, that's exactly what I thought she'd end up doing. I um, <laughs> uh, we're fifteen minutes left of uh, this episode. What's now going to happen, guys? Instead of it being uh, two hours on Sundays, we're now splitting it. So in fifteen minutes, we're going to awkwardly stop. Is that no, how we're, we're doing gonna- it? We're doing it in 2.45, so technically we should have finished a minute ago. Oh, is that how we're doing it? Or in, uh, no, in four minutes. I, I was looking at the actual time versus the recorded time. Okay. So in four minutes, we will be splitting it. So we need to start something that we can kind of hook everybody in and be like, listen to part two. So let's let's start a story. <laughs> I mean, I really like how, I, I, I mean, I enjoy... Uh, the, the overt attempt <laughs> at uh, at some loss leading there of a, ooh, what are we going to make them? Do? Um, sneaky. I like this very much. What story shall we talk about? We can talk about. Well, we can. Here's some things we may ooh, talk I wanna about. Know, I want to know what side of the bed you sleep on. What? Because I, I, this will make more sense in the second. I start explaining it now, in the, and then we, in the part and, two. and I will. And I've we'll, just, okay. I have just moved into this flat of, uh, in in the past few weeks. Say fat or flat, 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 <laughs> fat, flat. Uh. I have started sleeping on the opposite side of the bed to what I have slept on my whole life. Wild. Uh, because, and and I'll tell you why in the second. All right, well, I can answer this question now, and we can get to you in the second part, which is I sleep on the, if you're at the foot of the bed, I sleep on the right side of this bed, okay. which is... Um, if you're the, at the foot of the bed facing it. Foot of the bed facing it. I'm on the right side. Right. The reason why I'm okay. on the right side is that was the side I was on um, when we 
uh, first started dating and it was a different bed on a different side of the wall. We just transposed. And the reason why I got that side is when I first started dating my girlfriend, we met and then I immediately broke my entire left arm and shoulder and elbow. So I could only be on that side of the bed, even though that was originally her side of the bed always. And it switched to accommodate old Juan. (laughs) And uh, we have never switched back. And it is exceptional great side of the bed also i have never lived with somebody where we consciously sought out a box spring to allow for the most stable mattress possible do you understand how amazing it is to share a bed with someone and you cannot feel them shift and move it is huge especially if you're someone like me who loves a getting up a bunch of the night just to think Mm. you don't have any of the guilt of like sneaking up and out oh it is an absolute (laughs) cock hardener you know what I mean? A real <laughs> CH. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Also, I'll be mean. doing part two from outside. I'm having a technical problem, so I have to be on my phone for this particular show. Um, for those of you that are not new to the show, you should know that that is just bar for the course. Yeah. And on Wednesday for part two, I am going to be fucking baked, guys. I'm going to be real stoned in my back garden. And we're going to talk about Ashley's side of the bed. And we're also going to talk about um, if you shit the bed, where would you end up sleeping? Here's what I would do. Get up and clean it up. Would Ashley do the same thing? Ashley, if you shit your bed, would you get up and clean it up or move to the other side of the bed? I have shit my bed enough times to know that I have and would do both, uh, depending on the situation. (laughs) Oh my god, that's crazy. It depends on the situation. It depends how unwell I am. It depends on what time of the night it is. It really depends. I yeah, no, it's a guaranteed any sort of foreign liquid in the bed that's that has to be dealt with immediately. That's where I fall down. And that's how we end. Um, the first part of this episode. (laughs) We will see you Wednesday for the next part. We're not actually gonna stop talking we're just gonna no. like pause i'm gonna run and pee ashley might run and pee and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna do part two i'll be outside ashley will still be inside chris will not be here because even though we started doing this podcast in an effort so that we could all be here more consistently um he fucked up scheduling because welcome to the fucking thunderdome and here we are so we'll see you we also like we're doing this first section or like this first episode without yet having figured out what the name of the show is going to be. <laughs> yeah, we're just keeping it going. It's going to be a slow change. What do you it's fucking want from really me? Slow Actually, what do you fucking want from me? God fucking damn it. Do you think we should have the name figured out by the time I we think, put this out? I think that you're incorrect. I think, guess what? Not going to happen. Already can predict that's not happening. How much do you want to bet it's not happening? I'll bet, I'll bet the farm. I can see that it's not going to happen, but yeah. I wish it wasn't the case. <laughs> Listen, there's lots of things. I, I wish we never went to the war in Iraq. Both things are unpreventable. Go pee. Ashley Manning, she doesn't agree with going to Iraq. All right, I'm going to pee, and then we're going to come back for part two of part one. All right, I'll be right back. Bye.